0: Hi hey everybody and welcome to another torn Up interview and as always we're so appreciative of the artists that take their valuable time out to speak with us here on the show. Now someone I've played on the show before and indeed uh, she's no stranger but she's a new album coming out and I am indeed in her beautiful home here and we decided why not do this interview couldn't get a better set of circumstances, would you please welcome the one and only, the very multi-talented Bex Marshall. Bex, how are you? Thank you. Yeah, I'm
1: good. Thank you very much.
0: Bex, um, Mm -hmm. you know, since we last spoke, COVID happened, a lot of stuff happened. How have you been getting on since or how have you coped with that whole situation? I presume in the last year or so things are back to some kind of normality, Bex
2: it's getting there it's definitely getting there but of course you know when when something so severe comes down on your plans it takes a while to get it back up to speed and you know certainly with musicians we booked at least six months in advance with a lot of stuff especially with touring and scheduling so yeah it's and you know with the confidence of of venues booking and and whatnot and yeah things and you know people are, are some people aren't going out full stop they've had to stop and it's been a real shake-up so it's getting there slowly thankfully.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I suppose, you know, with the time that COVID, you know, took took this, knocked it out of gear for a couple of years, did you find that you used that time maybe to write new material, record new songs? For instance, is this new album, was any of that recorded during the COVID period or how does that, how does the timeline fit with that, Bex? Well,
2: yeah, I mean, um, you know, when the COVID started, the and the lockdown started, I should say, and we realised that we had a lot of time on our hands. I think the initial thing was, oh, well, this is OK. Everybody's on a jolly for a while. And we obviously didn't realise how long it would be. And then, you know, when things got sort of more serious and, and you know, and things were getting a little bit more, um, you know, definite, we decided to... Um, write and start record. We were in a, a very luxurious position, obviously, of having the Snake Pit studio here. So we started to demo and run through things. And we were very lucky to lay down, you know, several tracks. Um, with Red, my, my bass player at the time from New York, who was a good friend of mine. And um, we'd been, you know, writing and playing together for over 20 years. So he... Um, miraculously really was in the position when the lockdown happened to stay with us so he was actually here in London and very sadly died while he was here in lockdown Um, tragically through a heart attack and you know but while he was here we managed to get um, several of his baselines down uh, which are actually going to be on the next record.
0: That's really, that's really lovely, particularly, you know, someone that's with us no more, you know, to have their, to have their imprint on the album is really great. Tell us something about the new album. How's it coming along? Is there a title? Tell us more.
2: Well, it's finished. Um, You know, painstakingly, it's like giving birth to a, uh, you know, a a sort of entity of something that will last forever. So, you know, you have to be a certain amount precious about it, but uh, you have to know when to draw the line and abandon it. And basically, yes, it's it's been abandoned now, and I'm very happy with it. And I've uh, I've actually named it after the instrumental, which is on the track, uh, and that's called Fortuna. And um, I I I like that name. Um, it sort of reflects a little bit about me. You know, it's actually uh, Fortuna means the goddess of luck, and I. I do have a little bit of luck. I do. I feel lucky. um, All my life, I've been the, the, you know, the the, the one that... I don't know that there's a DC movie out at the moment and there's a superhero with luck as the... And I feel like that sometimes, you know, as their superpower. Yes. And I do feel lucky uh, a lot of the time. So Fortuna is very, uh, uh, you know, uh, representative of me. uh, And also... My great great grandmother was the uh, the famous fortune teller Madame Olga, and so I do come from that long line of sort of fortune, and luck, and you know. Um,
0: so so is there a theme in the album? Is it is the title Fortuna? Is there, is there other songs that are maybe linked to each other in the album, or is that a standalone title?
2: I think it's a standalone title, but the general vibe of the album is, um, you know. I'd like to sort of think it was kind of reflective of um, my life over the last few years, um, you know, and my attitudes to a lot of things. So, you know, um, Preaching to the Choir is, is is the first title track and that's very representative. I'm, I'm like kind of sick of, you know, hearing the, you know, the rubbish that comes out of politicians' mouths half the time. And so that's a kind of reflective of that. Um, there's one cover actually, I do a cover track on the album, uh, which is Dirty Water. And that's, um, that's quite a poignant song actually, obviously about not drinking uh, alcohol. And not that I, d- I do, I haven't given up alcohol at all.
1: <laughs> Perhaps I
2: should. But, <laughs> um, you know, it's, uh, it's certainly a- an issue. Uh, with a lot of people, and yeah. um, as certainly a lot of people close to me as well. And so, yeah, I mean, um, you know, the, the the album, I could go on, you know, through the tracks, but I could certainly relate everything, um, everything on this record needs to be on the record, and it's it's kind so of... So
0: what yeah. you say, Bex, that most of the tracks have, you've drawn from an experience that happened in your lifetime, that the lyrics have some relevance that they're not just totally made up that there is something oh yeah yeah so so every song has a. Re- I i yeah. think you see bex there's the secret of a really good song yeah the music's definitely important but if the lyrics reflect something that perhaps could have happened to a lot of us in in you know variations of it people do link to that and they mm. click with it uh, and you'll find when that happens, you know, it, it, it takes on a life of its own. Certainly looking forward, like folks, I've been in this lovely woman's home. She's been playing us some music. Uh, unfortunately, I can't share that with you now, but by the time this was out, we might have a track or two, we might be able to play it for you. Um, it's such a great community too. And I've, I've seen it here myself when I come over to London, the hospitality of the people, your hospitality, the kindness of people there are not many things in this world that that has that warmth, that has that connectivity as there is if you're involved in music. Well, that's how I feel about it anyway.
2: Absolutely. Um, You know, the story of this house obviously stems back to my late husband, Barry, um, who used to book the borderline, and for many people, that you know, music lovers, they may know of, of that place. But his history, um, you know, going back uh, decades in the music business. And he was very much a promoter of new music and helping artists coming through and coming up. And when he left the Borderline um, and created um, the Snake Pit Studio uh, to do his radio show, and again to promote uh, the new artists coming through, um, we ended up being a bit of a halfway house for touring artists, and you know it's kind of <laughs> it still is really yeah. because you know I know um, obviously firsthand how difficult it is to tour, and um, you know it, it's it's even harder when you come to London prices are ridiculous for accommodation and stuff like that so it's difficult and you know we we're always here for for those sort of um artists that are on the road and you know the and we've you know some never leave
0: and and yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's cool. It's 5 a.m.
0: We have had some pretty famous people that you know have been inside these four walls. I think we talked yep. there on little feet and people yep. like that. And I'm sure, <clears throat> I'm sure lots more as well. So there's so much. This the say if these four walls could speak, there's so much history here, musical history here. Some fantastic, absolutely.
2: One. As I say, Barry was very well connected with a lot of artists and also artists going back. Um, you know, to the vintage days, because um, he was an original pirate DJ um, of on Radio Caroline, and you know his connections and um, you know his uh, relationships uh, with all these artists um, were always very you know tight knit, and even you know in the later days um, of his of his life. Uh, people would pop out of the blue and, and I think wow that was Larry Wallace you know he was here sat on the couch wow and um people you know that I mean it's been it was a real history uh you know being married to him so um and a, an a education and it, it was wonderful so I like to keep that whole sort of uh attitude running yeah uh, here
0: uh, and there certainly is a great vibe when you come in here, the welcome and the warmth and the genuine love for people here. Folks, Like there's been a few of us here and there's been great food, some great music and fun. And you know, and fun's so important and I just said to Bex, well I was going to interview her at some stage anyway. Why not do it now? We're sitting in our kitchen <laughs> the scullery. we're having yeah, the sc- the scullery. <laughs> well that's an Irish thing. You see, you wouldn't understand this if you're probably from the States or whatever. But if you're Irish, you'll know what the scullery is. <laughs>
1: <God help us>. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Walker and our lady in the Oh
0: film. Johnny Walker oh my god <laughs> and the pirate oh lord <laughs> um look at music's fantastic the new album you know, I've been listening to it in the background and it's, it's fantastic. I wish you every success with thank it. You. I know you won't need it. It's going to be a huge success. But oh, on behalf of you, myself, Jeff. on behalf of Graham Hilling, our producer, on behalf of everyone here at Radio Home of Rock, Making a Scene magazine, and everyone else involved with putting this show out, I want to thank you so much yeah. for taking the time to speak with us here. And keep in contact because... People like yourself, the lifeblood of this—you, know, honest to God, down to earth—you know, amazing people that put out their heart and soul into some great music, and we will always walk beside you forevermore. Thank
2: you. I really appreciate that, Jerry.
0: Thanks. Thank you so much. <laughs>
1: It's a jungle out there.